Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World Podcast. The topic of this episode is, are you a consumer or an investor? I'm going to share with you two questions that will answer that so that you will know who you are. And why is that important? Because consumers are broke or they're about to be. And investors, even if they're starting out with very little right now, will eventually be well off financially. So if you want to be rich, you have to be an investor. You're going to determine the differences between the two. So even if you're a consumer now, you can become an investor. You'll know what to do. Hi, I'm Phil Pustiowski with FreedomMentor.com. I'm a full-time real estate investor, real estate mentor and coach to many of the most successful real estate investors all across North America. I'm the best-selling author of two books. My first book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor, I give away for free. And a more experienced book for those that are in the business already is Real Estate Investing Gone Bad. That's where I tell you what not to do. So are you a consumer or an investor? Well, let's get to question number one in helping to determine that. Question number one, what do you do with extra cash? And I want you to picture the last time you actually had some extra cash. Maybe you got a bonus at work. Maybe you had a big tip night. Maybe a bill you usually have to pay did not have to get paid that month. Somehow, at the end of the month, you had extra money. What did you do with that money? I'm not talking about in the future that when you may get extra money in the future, what you would do with it. I'm talking about what have you already done in the past in those situations. Now, if you spent that money on something that has absolutely no chance of a financial return, maybe you splurged because you deserve it and you went on a big vacation. Maybe you took a hot girl out on a big fancy date. Maybe you bought your buddies a big round of beers. What did you spend that money on? And if it was on anything that has no chance of a financial return, which is what most people do, you are a consumer. That's exactly what you are. All right. Now, what if you say, no, no, Phil, I don't don't do that. When I get extra money, I invest in myself. I buy education. I learn from trainings like this. I buy your books, Phil. Or, Or maybe you buy stocks. You buy real estate. You buy something that has a fighting chance of having some form of a financial return. If you do that, my friends, you are an investor. Ah, but not so fast, because that's the easy question. So let's assume you've passed question one. You're an investor. Let's go to question two, where it separates the men from the boys. Question two, be honest with yourself here. If you are looking at an investment, is the first thing you focus on the price or the return? The cost or what you could potentially earn by investing in that? There's a very big difference here. So oftentimes I have seen where someone saved their money and they buy, let's say, stocks with it. But they buy penny stocks because it's the only ones they can afford. Or or maybe it's someone that's in the Bay Area of California and they want to invest in real estate and every single little single family home around them is a million plus. But then they see where they can go to auction.com and they can buy a a single family home of the same size in some terrible part of Detroit for $10,000 and they end up doing it. Why? Because it's cheap. Because they can afford it. Because they can afford the price. Meanwhile, they bought a terrible, crappy investment. They haven't focused on returns first. Because, see, an investor, an investor focuses on return because they know that if the returns are strong enough, 
that it's not necessarily about what they can afford or not afford. Because if the deal is good enough, you can always afford it because there are banks, there are private lenders, there are uh, angel investors, there are venture capital, there's creative financing, which I teach so much on my uh, videos. There are so many ways to, to acquire an asset if the return is high enough. So, for example, a, a guy I know is working on a deal very creatively that could generate 600000 or more per year net, net, net profit. And the crazy thing is the development cost may actually be less than a million dollars. So some of you go, golly, a million dollar investment, oh my. Well, wait a minute. An investor looks at that and says, wait a minute, I can, I can bring in a net of $600,000 on a million dollar investment? You know what that cap rate turns out to be in that example? 60%. Let me put that in perspective for you. Next time you're driving down the road and you see a Class A apartment building, it might trade for as high as 6%. So in other words, you'd have to have a $10 million apartment building to bring in the same $600,000 that this one deal this gentleman's looking at that could bring in the same amount of net positive returns. So you see, when you focus on returns first, now you still have to do, go back and look at the price or what the cost is going to be or what it's going to take to get in that investment because that's going to help you determine what we call you know, return on investment, ROI, which is what we're talking about here, those percentages. But still, if you focus on return first, you focus on what's possible, then you can back into how to, to get into the deal and how you can structure that potentially creatively. Because one mistake way too many people make is they assume that these are the only investments out there, the little six percenters. And as Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Now here's another challenge. When it comes to price versus return, this is easy. It's one number. And you can look at your bank account, you can look how much you got on your credit card, and you can figure out if you have the ability to afford it. Meanwhile, when you look at returns, it's a lot more complicated. There's a lot to the concept of returns. For example, what was the data based off of that you got that estimate for the return? What are the risks? When's it going to come back? What could possibly go wrong? And everything in between. But you know what that is? That's thinking. And Henry Ford, to quote him one more time, he said that thinking is the hardest work there is, which is why so few people do it. So you've got to use your brain here, but that's what investors do. And so that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the difference. Not just taking your extra cash and buying assets, investments, and they don't always have to be a stock or a piece of real estate. I mean, it could even be buying a domain of a new business idea you have. It could be invested in yourself in some new business concept or project you're working on. But either way, if it's going to produce a financial return, you need to ask yourself, what is that return going to be? And spend the time and the energy to figure out what the return is going to be, then back into this number. And it's not always about the price. It could be how you acquire it creatively through creative finance. And I have some great videos on how you can acquire real estate for little or no money by structuring creative financing. We do it all the time, every day of the week, including today, and we'll do it tomorrow and the next day after that. And it works in your area. It works in my area. It always works. Creative financing always works. But there's more to it than that. There's so many banks and hard money lenders just looking to dump money into real estate and into other great investments, and there always is. So that's what an investor looks like. And that's also what a consumer looks like. So I ask you, are you a consumer or an investor?
Well, I'm Phil Pustiowski. I am an investor. Thank you so much. If you want to learn more about how to be a real estate investor, watch videos or grab a free copy of my book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor. And if you want to become a first-class, market-leading, real estate money-making machine, check out my apprentice program where me and my coaching staff work directly step-by-step, hand-in-hand, and we transform people into real estate entrepreneurial professionals. Well, thank you so much.